Accelerators from Beyond. Hello and welcome to Accelerators by Beyond. Join us as we speak with industry leaders and explore the big opportunities ahead in 5G, IoT, AI and cloud and the role of the ecosystem. We discuss how to stay ahead and what technologies, innovation and business models are driving the industry to accelerate. Hi, I'm Cal Harris, Head of Marketing at Beyond. I'm here with our host, Jeremy Cohen, co-founder of IoT Now and Vanilla Plus. Today, we will discuss the role of ecosystem in the IoT industry. We are here with Avnish Barkash. Avnish is a Vice President of Mobility and IoT at Tata Communications Move. He has over 27 years of international business experience, working throughout Europe, the US, India, and the Middle East. He has a particular interest in digital identity, security and connectivity platforms, and mobility and cloud. Jeremy, did you know that Tata Move utilized more than 600 network operators? That's an astonishing number. Uh, and shows something of the depth of experience that we have with us today. Avnish, welcome. It's great to have you here. Thank you, Jeremy. Thank you for having me. Thank you, Michal. Pleasure to be here. Avnish, using all of this experience that you and Tata Communications can call on, what do you think are the key elements to leverage the full potential of the Internet of Things? Um, so, Jeremy, I think with any IoT deployment, I think enterprises should and will leverage the the full potential, and it will cause our enterprises to go from being reactive to proactive, from proactive to being predictive, and uh, from being predictive to anticipatory. Now, in this journey of uh, deployments uh, for enterprises, a first good step would be gaining insight into real-time visibility uh, in an enterprise's uh, connected assets. But that's just about a start, and I firmly believe, uh, you know, we at Tata Communication, we have seen the transformation of organizations and they begin to very soon take advantage of the tremendous intelligence and the tremendous insights that come out of this massive data that is generated out of their connected ecosystems. And that's where lies the, the great power of IoT deployments. I think it's important to also recognize that uh, for enterprises to kind of take advantage of this, they need to pay attention to a few things. You know, select the right uh, use cases, link uh, them to the to the anticipated and expected desired uh, business outcomes, and all of this uh, built on a foundation of relevant and scalable solutions. Uh, ubiquitous connectivity, which is a given things like security and easy-to-use, future-proofed solutions. And that's what I think are the ingredients to a successful IoT implementation and, and realization of the benefits. Well, you've mentioned a number of interesting factors there. One of them uh, is absolutely key and has become a much bigger uh, function within the Internet of Things in recent years as people bring in uh, consideration of it a great deal earlier. I'm talking, of course, about security. Uh, Avnish, what's, what's the role of security uh, looking at its broadest in the IoT ecosystem? So I think, uh, Jeremy, it's, it's important to recognize that uh, security is 
foundational, fundamental, and paramount to any IoT uh, deployment success. And uh, it's it's very important for any any large scale, cross border, global enterprise deployment. Uh, you know, having said that, uh, we also recognize that uh, you know we also recognize that security comes with a context, right? It is very context sensitive and context aware of the use cases, right? Uh, just to give you an example, the kind of security that you would want in a M Health application deployment is a bit different from an industrial gateway, uh, which is a bit different uh, to, I mean, it may be an overkill to put an EL5 plus security uh, when you're dealing with a payload of, uh, which is conveying the uh, the GPS location of an asset tracker. So, so security is context sensitive. It's very crucial, very important, but at least you know it's it's it's, it's context driven. And at Tata Communications, what you're seeing is uh, that uh, our our customers uh, want security by design, not as an afterthought. You know they're they're looking at zero trust, uh, zero touch security deployments, increasingly uh, software driven, so that they become uh, flexible and and scalable. And and quite proud to say that at uh, at Tata Communications we are putting together a number of things. You know. Uh, security comes with also the context of multiple layers of the deployment. Uh, we're putting things like uh, uh, embedded uh, security, uh, embedded connectivity at microchip level uh, to fundamentally change uh, the nature of security and the nature of scalability of any uh, of any IoT deployment. Uh, I really like that focus on appropriate security because for so long there seemed to be in the early days of IoT there was this discussion about almost one size fits all when clearly the kind of security required for smart healthcare is nothing like the kind of security required for smart parking. So um, thank you for that and for explaining that. But what I don't understand is why hasn't the industry implemented global security standards already? I mean, IoT has been around for, uh, in its latest incarnation, if you don't count M2M, for over a decade. So how come we don't have global security standards already? I think Jeremy raised a great point. Uh, surely, I mean, there is no one global standard for all global IoT deployments. And that's a fact that, you know, there have been a number of initiatives across the world, uh, but that's a fact. You know, the industry still needs to do a little bit of work around that. But before I address that and before I reflect on on, uh, on a very important aspect that you've raised, I would like to kind of uh, raise a few things, you know, if you, if you allow me. Uh, first, uh, not having a global standard per se, does not mean that IoT deployments are insecure. So I just wanted to call that out. Secondly, I think what I firmly believe is that uh, having uh, standardization or better standardization will ease the deployment of uh, security in any deployment and will actually lead to a much higher degree of scalability and aid the speed of deployments, right? Now, having said that, you know, security, you know, we have to be, you know, in this context deals with multiple layers of security. You know, it's, uh, you have to secure the device at the device layer to secure the, the service credentials of a device, uh, the network, the connectivity layer, analytics layer, application layer, and all in the context of evolving local um, and regional regulations, industry regulations. And I think, you know, you're right that machine-to-machine uh, -machine, uh, communication is not new, right? It has been there for a couple of decades. But uh, but I think that the, the tremendous amount of heterogeneity uh, in the entire ecosystem 
is what is also a challenge to evolve one single standard, right? It's heterogeneity of segments, industry verticals, uh, you know, uh, connectivity types, devices, and what have you. And that's what I think is one of the challenges. So, you know, there's tremendous work happening at the 3GPP, GSMA, ETSI, various levels, which is aiding, but having a global standard which cuts across all industries for all use cases is a topic which requires a much broader and a much more complex collaboration. Uh, but nevertheless, you know, there are initiatives which are which are happening at regional levels within industries. So I think that's the way I look at it when, when I look at, uh, you know, why uh, standards have not evolved as a singular standard. The industry still needs to get to that stage, yes. So picking up on what you say, do you anticipate that standards in the broader sense will uh, evolve regionally first before they evolve globally? Uh, I think there is, uh, I mean, uh, the, the standards are certainly evolving regionally and also sector-wise, industry sector-wise, right? So I think uh, when they evolve sector-wise, they have the context of uh, specific use cases. When they evolve regionally, they have the more bigger regulatory context to it. So I think there'll be a mix and mash of the two axes, actually. Well, I'm sure we'll come back to the use cases later. I find it um, intriguing what you're saying. Um Tata Communications Move has reported a, a unique play in the market, both in the way you're collaborating with, as Michal said earlier, 600 network providers. Can you please share a bit with us from that experience? Oh, absolutely, Jeremy. Uh, quite proud to to carry that, uh, you know, uh, the global aggregation. But before I go into that, so Tata Communications as a DNA, we are a digital ecosystem enabler, right? What that really means is that across our solutions, services, platforms, you know, be it our, you know, network transformation offers, be it our cloud offers, mobility offers, connectivity management, uh, enterprise user collaboration. What we fundamentally do is bring together, uh, you know, robust, uh, almost telco-grade uh, digital uh, assets and enablers, uh, and we, we simplify the adoption of these through simplified APIs and single pane of glass interfaces for our customers. And that becomes kind of uh, the accelerator in, in whichever, uh, you know, in whichever uh, use case we are addressing, not just in the context of Move. Uh, now, that's, the, that's the, the, the ethos which runs through all the platforms, and all this is powered, and it takes advantage of the latest in the technology including, you know, AI, ML, and analytics. Now, within Move and, and to the context that you're, uh, you're stating, you know, our collaboration or our usage of multiple networks, what that has given to us is an aggregated global access, uh, which gives us, which gives our customers ubiquitous uh, access, connectivity. And all this is exposed. It's, first of all, globally uh, regulatory compliant, Right. It gives uh, our, you know, it's 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 exposed through simplified interfaces, simplified APIs, and what this gives us a platform to uh, any enterprise which is which is looking to deploy uh, these multitudes of connected devices across the world, uh, keep them connected, keep them regulatory compliant. So very simple interface so that solves one problem. It is an example also of a tremendous collaboration that not only I mean Tata Communications has done with multiple partners across the world. In this case, you know. 
access providers. But that's not the only uh, example. I think if you allow me, I'll give you a couple of other things that that we find very interesting around the whole theme of collaboration and, and partnership. Uh, I mentioned to you that we're doing uh, with our partners like, uh, you know, OSS, Infineon and Micron. Uh, we are uh, we have brought to life uh, what's the what's called the bond connected ecosystem. So we have we are embedding connectivity at the microchip level, really, uh, you know, addressing a few things, right? The moment you do that, the reference designs don't change, right? It, it's a case which, which aids massive IoT deployment, which has been a problem in this entire space. It also solves the security at a very different level. It takes the security from the SIM down to a level lower at the operating system level of devices. So today, you know, when I say that customers want security, uh, not just at the silicon level, but silicon to cloud back to silicon, it helps us promote that ecosystem. So on one side, we are giving cloud-based simplified interfaces to connectivity management. On the other side, we are trying to, uh, you know, facilitate the ecosystem to adopt bond-connected devices. Another very interesting thing is that, I mean, it's not just about connectivity, you know, uh, and as I said earlier, the moment you start generating data, there's insights that come out of it. And they are helping uh, our customers drive new use cases, drive new business workflows, new applications. And applications is an area which is a huge, huge area of collaboration. Incidentally, that's also an area where we are collaborating quite heavily with, with Bearing Point, right? Helping simplify the interfaces for our end customers, helping bring new use cases to them. So that's kind of uh, the, the collaborative ecosystem. And that's, that's kind of the digital enablement that we do. And uh, we continue to add capabilities, as you know, to the Move platform, like any other tower, uh, which, is both an org- uh, which is both organic, coming out of Tata and also collaboratively coming out of our partners or even co-innovating with our customers, really. That's a perfect lead into something that I wanted to ask you, which is about the use cases themselves, about vertical uh, IoT sectors. Which of the industry verticals is Tata Communications most interested in at the moment and why? Uh, so, Jeremy, I think a good question. Uh, there's a number of sectors that we focus on. Um, and, and at a principal foundational level, uh, you know, um, any, any asset which acquires intelligent mobility, intelligent connectivity, uh, you know, and in this context, the mobility could be through the service lifetime of the asset or the mobility could just be limited to the asset moving from the factory to a distribution point to eventually a customer endpoint to be stationary for the rest of its life. Whenever intelligent connectivity is required, you know, that's our sweet spot. Uh, calling out very specific uh, segments, you know, connected car, connected mobility, uh, you know, industrial IoT, logistics are sectors where we see a lot of acceleration. We continue to innovate in our traditional sectors, traditional focus segments like the MVNO segment and the aviation, where we've done tremendous work in the past. Uh, you know, uh, you know that urban mobility continues to be very foundational to smart cities. So while we address a broader theme in smart cities, uh, just the context of urban mobility, helping automotive OEMs to either better manage their telematics or to to drive the next generation driver experience or to make travel safer, 
these are the kind of use cases we see acceleration in. Uh, but as I said, you know, anything which moves or doesn't move, which requires intelligent connectivity, is kind of a sweet spot. So, so we do believe that uh, uh, there will be significant things to be done in industrial IoT and logistics, which is where you know, uh, as I said, our embedded uh, connectivity. Uh, we with with that. We want to, you know, we we we, uh, we look forward to making a significant acceleration uh, in this entire ecosystem development. Just following on from what you said there, I mean, I know that it's not one size fits all in security. It never is. But are you able to lift and shift solutions that work really well in one uh, industry vertical and place them into another um, quickly and uh, efficiently? So I think, you know, uh, uh, you know, of course, you know, uh, and I'll t- take the example of the Move, specifically the Move uh, platform. Uh, the Move platform uh, is a platform by DNA. So we can configure a number of uh, different use cases, right? Uh, but, you know, it's very fundamental to understand that uh, different use cases have a different driver, right? So you have to understand the driver, you have to understand the outcome. And, uh, and uh, yes, we are able to lift and shift significant, but then the outcome drives what we do with a use case, what we do with the platform, and how we enable solution. But yes, it's, it's, it's the same platform which assumes a different color. That's a fantastically useful facility. So moving on from that, how does the Tata Communications ecosystem, which you've already referenced, uh, support and enable the underlying technologies? I'm thinking here of things like uh, 5G and edge computing. And and how also do you see 5G connectivity and edge compute impacting your customers? What are they going to see? So, uh, Jeremy, I think, uh, you know, Tata Communications uh, has a fairly, you know, fairly robust and mature uh, ecosystem of both uh, uh, innovation and adoption. And by that, I mean that, you know, we work on both emerging and accelerating technologies, right? So just for instance, you know, all our platforms are today powered by uh, the strong power of uh, AI, ML, and analytics, both to give them a deeper diagnostic uh, expertise and to give them a predictive capability. Now, you know, we see private, you know, 5G and edge, uh, you know, it's a fundamental shift. I mean, it's a fundamental technology shift. Uh, of course, you would imagine that we're investing heavily, and uh, we believe that for our customers, uh, it's going to make a transformational change, right? And just to give you an example, you know, uh, use cases which required ultra low latency, you know, high reliability, extreme compute, uh, you know, which required dedicated transport, uh, you know, uh, bandwidths, they all become real with a 5G backhaul and with the distributed architecture that's now possible with edge computing. So we do see, for instance, you know, we do see the whole adoption of Industry 4.0 really accelerating with the with the emergence in you know, smart factories uh, with use cases which were not, uh, you know, which were not recognizable, you know, hitherto will become reality. So that's how I see, you know, uh, customers getting impacted and and uh, it's all for the positive and uh, and very substantial transformation. With such a wealth of opportunities to uh, choose from in the IoT and so many industry verticals impacted by the IoT, how do you pick the best IoT use cases for Tata Communications to engage with? Great point, Jeremy. I think it's all about uh, it's all about uh, choosing the use case, the right use cases. And I think one key measure of uh, the choice needs to be 
uh, whether a use case uh, delivers lasting value for our customers or not. And very closely associated with, uh, with it is the fact, and quite interactively associated with it is the fact that these use cases should be able to scale. You know, if they deliver lasting value, they will uh, scale. Uh, but I think one of the other measures which we should bear in mind is the ability for any of these use cases to ultimately impact positively an enterprise's capability to become more customer-centric. Is, is, you know, it doesn't matter whether the IoT case is for the kitchen, for the factory backend, or for the front office. If it doesn't let an enterprise change its customer centricity, allow it to allows it to uh, become more agile uh, to respond to the mass changing market needs and customer needs, I think it's uh, you know the long term value will not be created. And when the long term value is created, it could be created anywhere, you know, in cost efficiencies or in revenue generation. But that's how you know that's that's what is an impactful uh, use case, right, for us. And as I said, you know, move, for the move platform, I mean, we being a platform, we can configure a number of use cases. But we 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 try to be very very. Uh, I mean, we are use case driven. We try to select the right use cases, help our customers choose the right use cases. And in doing that, I think we have recognized that there is no cookie cutter approach. I mean, there's no no one use case that will fit all the industries. So. Wise words there, Avnish. I mean, uh, if there was one bit of advice that I would pass on from you to anybody joining this industry, that it's got to be scalable and it's got to be customer centric. If you just focused on those two, you'd have a success on your hands. So you said uh, there is, as you rightly say, no cookie cutter approach to picking use cases. Could you compare and contrast maybe a couple of use cases in Tata Communications uh, experience of support. For example, maybe, I don't know, manufacturing and automotive? Uh, sure, sure, Jeremy. I think, uh, uh, so, you know, uh, it is about use cases. And uh, if I were to pick one example of working with a very large manufacturer, uh, the case we have deployed there is for worker safety. Right, uh, and it's a, it's a connected variable deployment. Right, fundamentally, if you look at the drivers for this use case and for the solution, it's worker safety, worker health, and there is no other economic uh, you know outcome that is imagined or that is the objective. Right, so that's really one side of the spectrum. You contrast that with uh, uh, with an automotive OEM, you know, uh, manufacturing luxury cars, distributing cars to across the world. Uh, for them, of course, you know, uh, being connected with the car to maintain the health of the car, right? Being able to roll out engineering changes faster, more efficiently is very key. Just as, I mean, by the nature of the, uh, by the nature of it, you know, luxury is a changing goalpost. So increasingly giving a luxury experience, the next generation experience is very paramount to what they bring to the market. And ultimately, all of this, uh, and maybe, you know, uh, ultimately, maybe even safer driving, but ultimately, when you look at it, there's a number of things that begin to show up, right? Uh, both these use cases, you know, in, in the case of an OEM, the drivers are efficiency, it's about customer experience, customer satisfaction, it's about revenue generation. Both of the use cases fundamentally require ubiquitous connectivity, uh, extreme insights, but what you do with those insights and what you drive as a business outcome is very different in both these cases. So, I mean, that's the way I would kind of, uh, those two cases are kind of two different, they belong to two different planets, if you will. So, yeah, Fair enough. Uh, 
The name, as you know, of this podcast is Accelerators. So as someone who's been in the industry for some time, how do you view the importance of speed of development and deployment? Is it something that's changing? Is it becoming more important? I think, Jeremy, uh, first of all, the theme Accelerator is close to my heart and close to Tata Communications, right? Uh, just to take a quick view of why it is close to me personally, I've been very fortunate to be part of many social and business transformations purely through technology interventions. I've seen technology interventions change lives for real, right? Uh, you know, when you connect people, allowing them to transact safely, securely, and and fundamentally change their lives. It's it's the most humbling experience. These have been the most humbling experience for me. And some of these interventions have tremendously accelerated transformations. At Tata Communications, you know, we pride ourselves in being digital ecosystem enablers to 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 accelerate you know digital transformation of our customers. Right uh, now, in all of this, I think uh, it's it's important to recognize that the the speed and the speed of development and deployment is like never seen before. We all recognize that. But what I see as more relevant and uh, what I see as a growing relevance is that is the relevance of the deployment. People are looking at engaging the customers, ecosystem partners to actually bring true business value and not just, you know, looking at speed of deployment and speed of development. So that's that's what I feel. And that's the ingredient for uh, collaboration across. And that's where the, the, the real uh, sweet spot lies for all of us, I think. So it's not just speed for speed's sake. There is a, a, a customer-centric necessity at the end. I think so. I think so. What we, you know, if IoT deployments have to improve customer centricity for end customers, our deployments for them have to be customer centric as well. So I mean, that's that's the the forbearing, you know, thought, and that's how we are constructing our ecosystems. We are bringing, uh, you know, solutions to our end customers, and I think that's what is speed, relevance, and outcomes. Yeah. Well, I think those are exceptional uh, watchwords for any business. Finally, Avnish, what would you recommend to your peers if they were looking to learn from your experience growing their own IoT business, uh, whatever position they may hold in the uh, IoT stack? I think, Jeremy, I'll draw from what you just mentioned before this. It's about uh, speed, right? It's about speed of development, speed of technology change. Uh, I think we have we've already crossed the tipping point. We are in an age where technology will continue to beat its own pace, right? Technology only has technology to beat, and that pace is going to outpace everything else. So any new business, anybody who's out there to serve any kind of a customer has to get over this, that, you know, the change will continue. What we need to focus on, that's just one piece of recommendation, suggestion uh, uh, for anybody, is that focus on your business, on your customers' outcomes. I think the rest will fall in place. That's what we have learned. That's what our customers trust us for. Uh, and this requires relevant solutions, collaborative solutions, co-innovate with your customers, co-innovate with your ecosystem partners. This is a place of massive and, uh, you know, previously unseen uh, type of collaborations. And I think that's the only little thing I would, uh, I would tell to anybody who's looking to make uh, uh, a success in the IoT business. 
Well, I hope they're listening because, uh, Avnish, you've embodied what I love about the IoT. There's, I've been in this space for a decade or more, and there's always more to learn, as I've found listening to you today. It's been an absolute pleasure talking to you, Avnish. Absolute pleasure for me, Jeremy. Always a pleasure to be with you. Thanks, Mihal, for having me on the show. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Mihal, for anchoring. And uh, uh, over to you. Thank you, Jeremy. And thank you, Avnish. It was such a treat to discuss IoT with you. Thank you again for taking the time to join us on Accelerators. Accelerators is a podcast by Beyond, hosted by Jeremy Cohen and joined by me, Mikhail Harris. We hope today's topic has inspired you to accelerate further, faster, and beyond. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Spotify, or Apple. This podcast is published bi-weekly and produced by Fox Agency. Accelerators from Beyond.